I feel like I am the how, how do you call it the third wheel the fly, the fly in the wall on this conversation because <laughs> I, I just met her guest you know being fully transparent and I obviously did some research I saw you know his stuff here and there so that you're not gonna be a fly on the but wall but I'm, I'm excited I'm excited to get to know him you know see what he has to offer all right for the listeners and see where you're gonna take this conversation oh baby let's go give see, me the driving see, seat see if you have honed your host skills you see what i did there yes you see i what see I did what there? i did that so people will, people won't know people will know okay it's a it's an internal joke until like a minute from now bro you don't have to explain the jokes oh, you know man. that a good joke doesn't need to be explained fun so I come know, on get out of here get out get out it's of the room good. okay here we go here we go We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and this is Luis, and welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content, all this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Let's go, guys. Remember, if you're enjoying this show, go ahead and hit the follow button in your favorite podcasting platform so you can hear us every single week in your ears that's right and if you want to level up your content make sure you go to contentisprofit.com and if today's guest help you move one step closer towards your goal please don't forget to share this episode and of course leave a five even a 10 star review i don't even know if those are possible just two or five star reviews that is (laughs) (laughs) anyways afonsi i was i was trying to see if you were going to apply what we said on the intro last episode and you did I so know. for those who don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the last episode. That is right. right. That is right. And right. give us your take. Which, yeah. by the way, yes. Parentheses. I had somebody comment like, Ooh. "You know what? I just listened to the What's Your Take episode you recorded about podcast intros, and she said, you yeah. know, she shared with me her own take, and I was like, love it. We're definitely gonna keep doing this What's Your Take episodes. All right." Close parentheses. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right. So I hope you're ready for an energetic episode. Today's guest is another epic content profit family member we have been collaborating with as of lately. He helps people scurp, 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 rewind their nine to five through real estate investing. And he has been using social media as a pro to build his brand at network. That's right. I think you, you're like, what is that word? <laughs> I was like, P-R-O. <laughs> Guys, hope you're ready to learn. Please welcome the mountain bike king. I don't know. The one and only Hontai. Yo, what's up, big bros? What's up, Hon? How you doing? How you doing? What's up, guys? Yeah, did you guys hone your skills on hosting the show? <laughs> that That's hey. my brother's test today. We'll see how it goes. Hey, I think yeah. after, you know, I think this is officially 391 episodes. Uh, I think those skills are come every single week. We I mean, you never, you never stop honing you your never skills, stop right? never stop honing your skills. Never. never. But, um, yeah, I mean, we connected, right, over social media a, a while back, and then I kind of... Uh, stop messaging you on Facebook and that was my bad. And then I reached back out. I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is totally my fault. Uh, And then we were able to connect and something really interesting happened where after a connection call, uh, we saw there were some synergies. There was some value that you could provide to me and there was some value that I could provide to you. And then we jumped on this incredible call where 
we both shared like our expertise. We like exchange value. And then yep. you took that to your team. And then I took that to like my family, just so you know, I have updates, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, uh, cool. which is super awesome. And, uh, and I thought that was like a really interesting concept. And, uh, it, it, it was, it's, it's been a highlight of the connection cost, right? Like after a while, like all, all these conversations seem very similar, right? Like as you connect with people like on LinkedIn or on social media yeah. and it's like, hey, how you doing? What do you do? What do I do? But this took it to a whole new level, right? So uh, one of the main things that we talk on the show is how do we actually build these relationships? And a lot of the fear of people putting themselves out there and building these relationships online is something like this. So I'm very interested, right? First on like, why you proposed that and and like what was your thought process like it was this like deliberate or is something that came out of nowhere uh is this part of your system and maybe we can give people a roadmap on how to make sure that they get the most out of those relationships that they're developing online right because they become then opportunities or it can point them in the right direction right yeah so I, I recently joined a group called GoBundance, and that, that's a group of business owners, investors, and we all get together, and we are really transparent with our business, with our, with our overall lives. Yeah. And what I found was the most impactful relationships were the ones where I sat down with them, and they shared what they do and how they do it, and then I shared with them what I do and how I do it. And this way, we can find the different ways to mm. work with each other. Without that deep dive into each other's business, there's no idea. we have no idea how we're going to work with each other so it, it was just second nature to ask you yeah. like well you do something completely different than me and i do something completely different than you yeah. but i need to know what it is that you do nuts and bolts nuances and then i can then share with you what i do nuts and bolts nuances yeah and so that's how that's how you get you get to really work with somebody because unless you know those things you won't know how you can fit them into your life and vice versa yeah, absolutely. So obviously, um, towards we'll dive in into exactly like one of the things that you explained to me because to me it was very valuable. And I know a lot of people they're looking for ways to uh, invest, make some money, uh, find opportunities, right? Not only online, but especially with real estate, and that's where you come from. So I want to give you a chance towards the end of the episode to like explain, right? That framework that to me sparked a lot of ideas and I'm like, okay, now we're building this company, we're building this asset, right? And then, but also what what are some other ways that we could potentially, you know, generate more wealth? And, and I think that's super interesting. So we'll get to share that. Um, Fonzie, I don't know for context, you just, you did mention at the beginning of the episode, you're gonna be a fly on the wall. Don't be a fly on the wall, man. You can participate, <laughs> you're saying. No, we're gonna uh, participate. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting, you know, so I can say something pretty smart that's gonna blow people out of the water. Then I like, <laughs> Boom, just like okay. straight so, dive in. Uh, for those that are like, oh my gosh, Luis, well, what happened right after that initial connection call, right, that you guys had? And Hon had the incredible idea where, okay, let's collaborate together, where we jump on, on, on a different call. And for half of the call, you explain your framework, what you do, right? Like you teach me, basically, right? So... What, what I did personally was we worked through the six profitable stages of video, right? And, and it's something, one of the keynotes that we did and we kind of deep dove into that. And then home was amazing and he shared his real estate, you know, framework. And he's like, literally ask me anything, no, no filters. And then after the call, I was like, oh my gosh, I need like a second and third and fourth. And, and then it, the impression to me was, wow, he just provided a ton of value and I need to find out a little bit more about what they do. So. I think it's super interesting, right? Because I mean, if we see this as a as a sales process, right, in in the in the side of generating revenue, as a customer, right, or or as a, the other person, what I got was a ton of value, and then I'm interested in what you have to offer, 
and how and that to me and it came in a very frictionless way like it came very natural uh you gave me the opportunity to provide my value and then you provided yours and then there's some interest there right and if it aligns then we can move to the next stage so i think like technically for the business i think that's super awesome was that like again like my question to you is like was this deliberate like how do you find this process because we talk about principles over tactics right and this could be like a this could be framed as a tactic but at the same time building relationships is, is a principle yeah, it was, I wouldn't say it was tactical in a sense, right? It is more principle-based. It's more let's develop a genuine relationship because mm-hmm. I didn't view it as a sales call yeah. because this wasn't me going, okay, I'm going to sell him on my services. And I don't think you came into it that you're going to sell me on no. your services. This was yeah. a genuine, I'm going to share what I know and then yeah. we're going to, and then that's it with no, with no kind of hidden agenda. Yeah. When you do that, you get to demonstrate your expertise. And if that person finds value, then it's not a sale. I'm buying, you're not selling. And it's a completely different feeling. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it was just a genuine relationship development, meeting, conversation. This way, you can sh- show me and demonstrate your expertise, your skill set. I can do the same. And if there's a fit, there's no forcing it. You've demonstrated. Yeah. So that's a big difference. Oh. So good. I yeah. don't know. Are you are you finding value on this phone? Because I, I mean, to me, it was mind blowing, right? The fact that we were able to build rapport so so fast, right? And then, I mean, you do have now two brothers here in Florida. <laughs> just saying. So uh, we became yeah. family real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely finding this this pretty valuable. And you know, I I mentioned them before the conversation. I of course did you know some research, some you know I I, I creeped on you a little bit. I went on social media. I was like, ah, who's this guy? You know what he's doing. And what stood out for me was the amount, like you're very, very active on Facebook, right? On social media. Uh, You also have a YouTube channel, right? And I feel like a lot of people lack with that consistency, especially if they are in a different industry that you are real estate, right? But again, for you, it's a matter of building connections, expanding your network. And I'm curious, I, I was just wondering like, how did he find the value in sharing his message, right? In being consistent in social media. Sure, there's a lot of advice out there that said so. But I'm curious. I'm like, what made you actually like tune in to social media and say, you know what? I'm going to double down here. I'm going to share my journey. I'm going to do all these things to connect with people, expand my network, and hopefully also expand my business. Yeah, but just it's it's the same with every business. By doing that, you're just creating that trust and it, it allows somebody to do their homework on you. Because mm. in re, in real estate, we always teach OPM, other people's money. And if you're asking somebody to invest in your deal, they're going to want to know a little bit more than just a deal. Who is the operator behind the scenes? Who's the one who's running the whole entire show? And do I like this person? Do I know them? Do I like them? Do I trust them? That's that normal saying, right? Know, like, and trust. Yep. People want to do business with people like that. Uh, social media is what allows people to do the research. Otherwise, how else are they going to do it, right? If you're not a public figure, if you're not in the news, then there's nothing else other than the self-generated news that you would create. Mm-hmm. By creating it, it just allows people to know that you know what you're talking about. Because anybody can say that, hey, I got this great real estate deal. I want you to invest in it. Anybody could say that. But yeah. how do? But how does the investor know whether that person knows what they're talking about? Well, let me demonstrate it on my social media platform. Let me show them a project. Let me explain a complicated strategy and break it down into 
little frameworks that they can understand. And if I can do that, that means like, wow, that person knows what they're talking about. So it just gives me my ability to show off my expertise and my knowledge, kind of like what Luis and I did on the call. He got to explain his, himself. I got to explain myself. And from there, we got to take away that the other person is really great at what they do. Yeah. I think there's a concept here I want to share that I think is is going to help illustrate what you're talking about to the audience, right? And is credibility, right? You're talking about credibility. People are going to go checks to see if actually what you're talking about is, you know, for reals. So yeah. there are, as of lately, that we've identified three types of different like credibility, right? There's implied credibility, perceived credibility, and then also earned credibility. And usually yeah. when people are going to your profile, first that they don't know you, that they just want to check you out, see if you are legit, that yes. is implied credibility. You are trying to earn that implied credibility. And that's why it's so important to consistently be sharing your expertise and what you know about, because that is that first impression. Now, you also say OPM, right? Other people's money. And that reminded me of OPA, other people's audiences, right? You want to grow is what you're doing right now with us, right? You're jumping yes. on our show and obviously you're going to be leveraging, you know, the audience. And hopefully one of you listeners is very, very interested in real estate investing. And you guys are going to contact Hone and connect with him and it's going to be an incredible relationship. Well, by Hone being on the show on Content is Profit, you guys have an immediate perceived credibility on him, Right. So that is the credibility that most people go for is, OK, let me try to find somebody that I can attach myself with that is going to increase that perceived credibility. But personally, I think that can backfire sometimes, you know, if your level of discipline and work and expertise is not, you know, maybe at the level of that person you're sharing that credibility with, it might backfire a little bit. But then the last one is the one that by playing the long game like you've done as well of sharing that expertise that is earned credibility which people after they imply that cre that credibility at first they keep following you they you keep nurturing those relationships and eventually you earned that credibility which hopefully is a par or even better to that implied credibility that they had at the very beginning yeah yeah the, the credibility part is huge and the best kind of credibility is the earned credibility, but that takes time. So in real estate, if you guys are looking to get into it, be patient with it. Don't try to rush it. Give it, give yourself time to develop that reputation and just keep doing great deals and people will find out about you. So you don't necessarily need to do all of those other tactics, but you, you can, you can, but the earned credibility is the most valuable one. And with time you will, mm -hmm. you will get that. Yeah. So on, on the show, we have listeners from all over the world and all type of professions, right? And they're trying to adapt what they do, their, their professional expertise into like a, a framework where they can actually be consistent and build this credibility, right? And trust with the people that follow them, right? So you've done something pretty interesting, not only for yourself in the real estate side, but also for the people that you help, right? And and the, the people in that industry on uh, on building the courses and helping them like how to, how to market all these things, right? So I'm curious to see specifically maybe in your industry, right? And maybe by unveiling some of this, we can help some other people that are facing the same either fears or friction points, right? What are some things that you've encountered when, uh, you know, you have these conversations like, hey, you know, look what I'm uh, I'm doing um, is working, right? I can help you model some of that or we can help frame what you're doing into a, a packageable option for, for you to teach and, and get these to, to more people, right? What are some of the common friction points that you see 
when uh, when you have that conversation, right? Like, or do they come to you ready to produce and ready to to do something and take it to the next level, right? I'm very curious on that yeah, side. When, when when I talk to people in my industry about creating content and also becoming a, an educator, coach, something like that, oftentimes they don't have any content like ready to go, and nor do they know how to create it. They don't know what people need. They just know that they need to get their name out there. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to creating content, you almost have to, you almost have to like hold their hand and do it all the way until you can't do it for them anymore. And then they take over. And then even then mm -hmm. you still would have to record with them and things like that. So what I do is very custom and I've never actually seen or heard of anybody else doing what it is that I do. And I didn't even know that I was going to do this. But what I do is I help, <laughs> I help people become content creators and coaches in the sense that um, there are really good operators out there at, that definitely need more exposure. Mm. And what I do is I help them either run a webinar, run uh, create create um, coaching classes like pre-recorded coaching classes. Um, I'll also run like the Facebook group. Uh, just recently, I just got back from Tahoe and I'm I'm helping one group with with their booth. So I stood at their booth helping them educate the world about their education program. Yeah. So anybody coming over to our booth, it's like, oh, so what do you guys do? Oh, so we have masterminds, we have property tours and retreats and things like that. And so I'm I even ran their booth in utah at a, mm. at a big event so it's it's just helping other people create that credibility because they're too busy doing what they do best which is invest in real estate yeah. so with yeah. within other industries i mean there's a lot of people who know that they should be out there right so they know it and then at some point they hit a frustration level and then that's when they reach out so that they can reach out to you guys for different content creation pieces as well so they can call you guys and say hey I know I need to be on here. I just don't know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. And so then they lean on people like us to help them get to that next point in their marketing career. Uh, marketing is just, so ultimately we're helping them with marketing. Yeah. And then we create products for them that they could sell to recoup some of that marketing. But ultimately the, the bottom of the funnel is that they invest in your business somehow, some way. Like for yeah. me in my real estate business, of helping other, I'm sorry, in my education business and helping other real estate investors create education, yeah. the bottom of the funnel is that these people, after they buy the education, after they go to the retreats and things like that, they ultimately invest in the projects, the real estate deal. Like, let's not forget about that part. We still are investors at the end of the day. Yeah. So we're trying to get these clients who come in for the education and everything else to ultimately work with us in future projects. And that's what's really cool. And like, for example, my students, I'm right after this call, <laughs> I'm actually going to the title company and I'm buying another property today. And nice. that property that I am buying is going to be funded with all of the people who are learning from me. They are students of mine who bought education from me, but now their money is going towards buying a property. Yeah. So I get to buy another property with none of my own money. All of the students who came to me who paid me for the education are now also funding my deal. Yeah. And then in return, they're going to get experience in how a deal is done, but then they're also going to get the return from the deal because I do deals because the deals make money. But since yeah. they're funding the deal, they're going to get money in return for their investment. Yeah, I, I love this, right? And these students obviously are coming with after building, you know, that that trust with you and the like factor, right? And, yeah. and Talk about a win-win situation. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
I, we like to think in frameworks and, and obviously principles, right? So I, I want the listener to be like, yeah, this is specific to real estate, right? And the thing that what, what, what you're saying home right now, but at the same time, uh, if we, you know, peel the real estate layer is something that, that we can do really in, in any market, right? With any product, right? So I think it's super important for people to start if you're not creating content just yet, or if you haven't been consistent just yet, I think it's a super important conversation to have with your team or with yourself, if it's just you. I mean, just yesterday, I had a, an incredible conversation. It was my my PT coach when I came to uh, the D1 soccer team that I played at. This was my strength and conditioning coach. And we built an incredible relationship over the first three years, right? And then we parted ways. And uh, this is almost 10 years later. And he reached out over social media because he's been seeing a lot of what we've done. And he's a, he's a certified nutritionist, certified dietitian, uh, a personal trainer, like all these amazing things, right? And he's looking to provide for his family. He has like these two beautiful, uh, you know, uh, daughters, like twins. And then they have an older girl and, and he's like traveling a lot between the places that he works. I'm like, man, I want to make an impact. I know that I can help a ton of people how do we actually get this message out there? And that's why prime my question because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people that have that desire, that will to, to help and serve and, uh, and just there's a lot of friction points, right, to, to get into this. And an example of that for him was that we started talking about the, six, the, the same things that we talked in our call, uh, the six stages, right? And for him, the main friction point is like, I don't know how to work Instagram. I'm an analog guy, right? Like I know all these things. I, I'm very a great people person, but to the point that working one social platform is really challenging, right? So we have to really assess that. And that's what I was asking you, like for you is maybe we don't know what to say, like the people that you help, right? Or like you have to handhold them on the, uh, onto that point. So uh, on the back end for every company, I would love for, for you to do that assessment, right? What are the resources? What's the knowledge that I have? Like how far away am I for that consistent pace? Not only on this, because at the end of the day, we want to see the win-win, which is what you just shared with us. You're like, oh my gosh, like I'm the living proof of this, right? We're building this credibility. We're building this authority, uh, trust with my students that invested in me. We're all learning. And at the end of the day, I'm also providing them with an opportunity. So I think that that's massive. And that's a very that's a great long-term strategy because you're going to be sustainable. You're going to be able to, to your recession proof. And uh, that's what like drives us every single day. So thank you for, for obviously sharing that, that experience and, and what you've been doing with, with your people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, it, it's, it's pretty cool because um, the other thing that we're doing, so this is a smaller deal, but when you can demonstrate that it's a viable model that it actually works. Okay. I put my money in home steel and then I get back experience and money. Well, guess what? When Hone calls me again and says, Hey, I got another deal. Guess what? Their investment now goes from whatever it was to double or triple or quadruple. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the long-term game. You have to give them some wins in the early on. And it could be small. A lot of my investors, believe it or not, Years ago, when I first started raising money, their, their starting investment was like $10,000. Now people are giving me like a quarter of a million dollars or more, right? And so it's it's pretty cool that it has grown to that point. That's awesome. But just start small, create content, have people buy into your vision, have people buy into you, and then you can build this really big business. Yeah. I'm I'm curious on the time frame because a lot of people, especially when it comes to content, they want to see results very fast right yeah um and i mean you kind of mentioned like let's give them this this win at first obviously that's after they've already invested in your content and all this stuff right 
But uh, if people are familiar with Alex Ormosi, that's one of the things he shares about is try to give them a quick win, right? Because obviously that's going to hook them even more into you and all that stuff. But let's be honest, it is challenging to have a quick win with content, right? Uh, for you personally, there's a lot of inputs that you can control, like the creation, the consistency, but there's a lot of things in the equation, a lot of variables that you do not control, right? So how do you go about that time frame when you're talking to people and teaching them to create content? What is the mindset that you're teaching them, right? Or what are the expectations uh, that you're sharing with them on terms of like, hey, this is what you need to do? So you said something interesting that you got from Alex Ramosi, but I've heard it before multiple times and I've done it as well, which is that quick win, yeah. right? Everybody's creating content, but the quality is not the same. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of quantity out there. There's all kinds of content, but it may not be good. And what makes something good could be that quick win. So in my industry, maybe if somebody is listening to me, a quick win that they could get is by getting a line of credit. Maybe they didn't even have the concept of a line of credit, but mm. then I teach them how to get a line of credit so that when it comes time to buy a real estate deal, now they can make a cash offer because they have access to a line of credit. It is not a mortgage, right? So because it's not a mortgage, there's no mortgage contingency. There's nothing like a mortgage that could break the deal because the line of credit was already approved for you to use to buy your deal. Or you can use that line of credit to go and put into somebody else's deal. Right. So that's a quick win. The other thing is people always have this thing of like, should I start an LLC now or later or what should I do and all that kind of stuff. Clarify that whole mess for them and just have them start an LLC. Yeah. Right. Just have them start the LLC. If, if they're in a state that maybe doesn't have ongoing costs, so like California, I think it costs like $800 a year to have an LLC ongoing. But like in Pennsylvania, there isn't. So depending on the state, depending on their budget, maybe just have them create the LLC so you've alleviated their brain of that confusion. Because yeah. that, that, if you go on any like Facebook group or something like that, you'll always see like, should I create my LLC and where should I create it and how should I create it? And it's all these questions and they hang on to that for like a year. Yeah. yeah. In one second, you can just be like, look, just get it started. And this way, if you get it started today, in two years, you will have two years of history and then you'll be able to get a line of credit on that LLC as well. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I I love this. And mm -hmm. I've been like, in a lot of the calls that we have, we see a lot of this. And initially when we first started with the service, um, for us, for some reason, I don't know if because we were so close to it, um, it was hard to uh, recognize. So my action point to the people that are doing this, like go through your frequently asked questions, right? Uh, have contingencies in your SOPs or your plans or your processes where you solve those initial problems. I mean, a good example is like super fresh from yesterday, that conversation the main problem that, you know, this guy had was how do I actually operate Instagram, right? And uh, to me, like, we're so in it. We've done this for so many years. To us, it might seem like something like is very basic and very, like, uh, normal, right, on a day-to-day. -day. But for him, if we solve that issue, that brings a ton of value, right? So what is those things that you can provide value to your dream clients? In your world, in the real estate world, is those things that you just mentioned, right? Uh, so for, for you, the listener, right, what is something, name three to five things that come up on your sales calls, on your conversations, on your clients' conversations, or frequently asked questions on your website, that those are things that you can build inside of your process, whether to distribute the content or to send it directly to them so you can build that trust and that rapport and then move the things forward. So I, I love that. Okay, so right. 
we have we have about 15 minutes left in the show and i would love for you to go and deep dive and teach Fonzie because i know everything already no i'm kidding <laughs> about I, I mean i love we talk frameworks right and i think like this will show the power the the power of this right we talked about the four pillars right and then the, the four f's in the real estate i think but i don't know if that's yep. the direction i want to go let's, but let's I, go i think that's a, a quick a awesome introduction and example on how people can provide value in the on these amazing connection calls online all right all right so it doesn't matter if you what business you're in if you're an investor whatever everybody should have real estate in their portfolio and then i'm going to break it down and you said we have 15 minutes so i'll try to do it in five to ten i'm going to teach everybody how to become a real estate investor let's so go frameworks four f's let's talk about the four f's so it's find fun fix and then fill find fun fix fill first you got to find the property when it comes to finding the property you also need to learn how to analyze the property and you need to know what a good deal looks like so you got to find something that is a good deal what does a good deal mean it needs to cash flow and you need to buy it under market value so let's say that the property is worth five hundred thousand dollars when it's all fixed up and finished maybe you want to be all in at four hundred thousand or three fifty right something like that so instantly when you buy the thing you are a hundred or a hundred fifty thousand dollars richer from buying the thing right because it's worth five but you're all in when you buy it and fix it up uh for 350 to 400 right so finding a good deal that's step one now step two is funding it so after you found the deal how do you fund it well let's talk about what you what you are about to buy you're about to buy a property that's worth $500,000 for 350 or 400 or something like that if you go around asking people hey i got this property and it's worth $500,000 but i get to buy it for 350 what do you think they're going to say well do you need any money because i want to be a part of something that good right mm -hmm. it's kind of like if you had the option to buy a ferrari for $50,000 and you knew it could sell for $200,000 you wouldn't be afraid of calling everybody like yo guys i got the perfect opportunity i just need some money to buy the $50,000 ferrari but then we can sell it for $200,000 everybody understands that when it comes to the ferrari now apply that same logic to the real estate so in terms of funding you're going to be calling everybody for the money to buy and fix up the property. Mm. Also, you're gonna have your lines of credit that I had you establish earlier to also help fund the deal. Also, you can leverage the seller, you can leverage their existing mortgage, or if they don't have a mortgage, then you can all you can get seller financing from the seller, and so you can make payments to them. Maybe they wanna sell their property for $300,000. Well, instead of giving them $300,000 upfront, you're only gonna give them $1,000 a month for the, for the next 10 months, and then you're going to refinance, and then you're gonna give them the $300,000. So in total, it's gonna to cost you $310,000. You gave them $1,000 yeah. a month for 10 months, plus $300,000 at the end. So you pay them ten thousand dollars interest right so it's a win for the seller and it's a win for you and then you can also if the seller needs a down payment you can raise that down payment from your line of credit or you can have an investor come in for that part so we did find now we did fund next one is fix so you have to fix it up make sure you have a contractor tell you what it's going to cost so in our example the property purchase price was three hundred thousand dollars now we have to find a contractor the contractor walks through he says it's going to be fifty thousand dollars fantastic now you need to pay for the labor and the materials well with the materials you can get like a home depot or lowe's credit card and then that's half of it right there and then the other half you got to pay him for his fees now you can tell him like hey how about i pay you at the end and then maybe you charge me a little bit more, but I don't pay you until the project's completely done. So now you don't even have to pay the contractor if he says yes to that. But if he needs the money, again, you have a line of credit or you have your investor. So that's where mm -hmm. the money comes for fixing the property, right? So we have find, fund, fix, and now we gotta fill it. When you fill the property, you're either gonna fill the 
property with a tenant or you're going to flip the property to a, a home buyer and then they're going to fill it themselves, right? So it's either you're going to fill it with a tenant or you're going to flip the property, which is another F, and then a home buyer is going to fill it. So mm. you have to decide that beforehand before you find because you need to know what a good deal is. So you need to know what your exit strategy is. So I typically say start with the end in mind. Are you trying to fill uh, flip it or are you trying to put a tenant, a renter in there? Mm. And that'll determine your numbers and what you need to be at. So if it is a flip, find, fun, fix, fill with a flip, then you're, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to sell it for $500,000. you are going to back up your numbers and see if buying it for $300,000 with $10,000 of seller finance and then $50,000 of rehab, you got to calculate and see if there's enough meat on the bones to actually make this a good deal. It sounds like it, but then there are other costs like closing costs, commissions, seller concessions, and all kinds of other things that you may have to consider when selling the property. So you start with the end of selling it for $500,000, you back out your transfer taxes, you back out your your agent commissions and everything else that you got to pay for, and then you see if buying it for $350,000 or buying it for $300,000, putting $10,000 in finance costs and $50,000 in rehab actually yields you enough profit that makes it worth you doing the deal. So that is the four Fs of doing real estate. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so epic. I feel like yeah. I'm about to just <laughs> go buy my, my property right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to, oh, by the way, that's amazing. And uh, we're going to leave all the links right below in the description. So if this resonated with anybody, please go ahead, scroll down, use your thumb, mm -hmm. and then just click on those links uh, and connect with home. But um, okay. Th so I just want to circle back to the beginning of the, of the episode, right? Because um, we talk about relationships all the time, right? And we know how important there is and, and the network and how to build it. And for us, this show has been a way and an avenue and a, and a tool to be able to develop those relationships, right? But then the conversations that we have often when we talk about this is like, how do you actually get the people in into the show or into your world, right? And what you just did is that demonstration, right? So like people can take your conversation, what you just did, it was a small framework and just dove in, in 10 minutes, you speak so fast. So we cannot do two X on this video. If we do two X on this video, it's gonna be uh, amazing. But at the same time, you gave me room and in our call to ask you a ton of questions, right? And we build that trust, right? And and after that, we have this cookie analogy, right? If you get a kid one cookie and two cookies and three cookies, once you take the, the one of the cookies, they're still gonna be happy, right? And then you give him five more and then you take another one, they're still gonna be happy. Versus you take you give him one cookie and then you take that one cookie away. Oh boy! If you run into my son Luca, he will chase you to death, right? <laughs> so uh, what you just did that is you gave a ton of cookies, right? And then that gives you permission for an ask, whether that's a referral, connection, come to my show, all these things. And I think it's so valuable, right? And uh, we just have to accept. Let's take the time to provide value. You're gonna make him a win. You show me the notebook of notes when when I was sharing my my, my framework with you. I'm like, oh my gosh! First of all, that made me feel so good. <laughs> and second, I hope it help you and your team right to do some things and at the end of the day is an is another is putting value out there right so i encourage people try this out let's see what happened on your next conversation that you have online right propose hey you teach me something for you know 20 to 30 minutes and then i'll teach you something for the next 20 to 30 minutes and let's see where it goes and i think it's a great way to build a relationship so thank you for your incredible insights thank you for the live example of this and teaching people about real estate and everybody that's interested please go ahead and connect and go check out hon's content um i don't know Fonse, do you have anything else i'm just repeating in my mind for F's. Find, <laughs> fund, fix, and fill. I got it. That's it. That's, I got that's it. it. That's so good. Hold, anything else that you wanna that you wanna add? 
Um, there, there's so many different ways to invest in real estate. So what I explain is being an operator, you're out there finding it, you're raising the money, you're fixing the property or you're hiring a contractor and then you're filling it or you got a real estate agent to do it for you. Right. But you're doing the operations. If you're somebody who has a whole bunch of money and you're like, I don't have any time to do any of that. You can be in real estate too. Remember with the funding part, when mm -hmm. I was like, you can ask somebody for the money because you have such a good deal. Yeah. Well, there's going to be people with a lot of money who are like, hey, I want to be in your deal. That can be you. If you, whoever you are listening, you have a ton of money because you operate a fantastic business. You guys yeah. hire the biz bros to help you with your marketing. <laughs> like your, your business is booming. You got all this cash and you just want your cash to grow. You want your money to make money for you. You give it to a good operator who knows what they're doing, who has demonstrated that they know what they're doing. They're putting out a whole bunch of content, develop that trust and that credibility. And now your money can work for you in real estate without you having to do everything. Mm, so good. Oh, last question of the show, and I, I think I love this, and I, I'm very curious about your answer, but where where would you be if you never started publishing? Under a bridge, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Living under a bridge. Now, the, the, the content, creating the content has helped me develop relationships that I would have never been able to create. I'm, I'm friends with people who are like nine-figure earners or whatever, and it's just like, wow. You want to hang out with me? That's pretty cool. How come? <laughs> right? And it's because I'm doing something that not everybody does, especially not in my industry. So if you're in one of these older, archaic kind of industries, yeah. then consider yourself blessed yes. because you don't have much competition when it comes to content creation. And if you are in an industry that has a lot of content creation, but you're just really good at what you do, you will still stand out above the rest because Alex Ramosi, if you guys have been following his channel, he just popped out of nowhere. But he climbed the ranks really fast to the fact that – to the tune of you actually knowing him and quoting him now. So mm -hmm. it, it quality and being really great is the rare thing. So if you're just really great at whatever you do, then there will be no scarcity for you. You will live a very abundant life yeah. no matter the industry. Oh, so that's pretty good. I'm about to go into the plumbing industry. I think that, <laughs> you know, I think I can do something revitalize that industry. Right there. <laughs> you actually, it, I mean, we say it laughing, right? But yeah, there but are a lot of plumbing companies that are are for sale by a plumber who yep. has been earning the credibility for the last 30 years and yeah. is now ready to retire. Their kids don't want the business, so they will sell the business. You can buy the thing. Throw in your marketing piece and you can dominate. You can completely mm, dominate. Yes. And these companies make millions of dollars per year, net maybe even millions of dollars per year. You buy that, you just ramped it up, and then you can look to sell the business in three to five years Yes, with all of these services that you've offered or all of this marketing that you've offered, and somebody's going to pay you five times how much money it's bringing in. So 100%. that could be a really great play for you guys and a pivot maybe. What you guys are doing is fantastic, but you might hear what I'm saying and go, you know what? Let's try it. Let's mm -hmm. buy a business. Let's apply our marketing because this guy, all he has is a Yellow Pages ad and that's it, yeah. right? And if he crushing. got that yeah. far, if he got that far with just that, imagine what – you guys can do with yeah. your machine. We uh we were talking about uh the parking lots for RVs the other day. I think like you yeah. drove by one of them and we're like, oh my gosh, these these are everywhere and so awesome. And at the end of the day, mm -hmm. like if you are a marketing person, right, and you 
are a content person and you listen to the show, not only us, like we'll definitely be looking at those opportunities, but if you are that person, you have this amazing asset and knowledge that you can bring into those businesses, whether if you want to buy it or partner with those people and, and go about it. So um, also last comment, uh, do you have no idea how many people have answered that question with, I'll be under a bridge if I don't publish <laughs> content. So, uh, you know, don't, don't be under a bridge people go, go publish. <laughs> but go <anyway>. publish. <laughs> yeah. Sleep in your bed, not under a bridge. Yes. Please nope. don't do that. That's where we found Fonzie, you know? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he jokes, says that I'm adopted, but we all know the truth. <laughs> I know I'm not the, I'm not the good looking one. So, you know, I was the one adopted anyways. Uh, oh, thank you so much, man. This was incredible. Uh, Fonzie, anything else you want to add before we head out? Mahoney, it was great meeting you. I really appreciate the comments and, uh, I love your perspective on things, man. I think it's, it's, it's pretty valuable and, you know, Yes, I did say like the plumbing thing jokingly, but I love how you're like, you know what? Go abundance with that, yeah. right? That's the mentality that I love. Uh, and you were like, you know what? There's actually opportunity in that too. So honestly, that's kind of like a tacit takeaway, right? Not really mentioned about it, but take care of your perspectives, people. How you're looking at things, right? How you uh are you know developing these ideas and looking into things because we can definitely learn a lot from that and grow a lot from that so thank you so much hon it's awesome guys with yeah. that said oh go ahead go ahead sorry no, i was just gonna say thank you so much for having me on here this was a lot of fun yeah let's go guys with that said thank you so much for tuning into the contents profit podcast go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at this bros co that is randy hone here help you move one step closer to us your goal please don't forget to share this episode and leave a five-star review and don't forget to go to contentisprofit.com let's go <laughs> bye guys